Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show from Monday Night Football on the 23rd of October. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. And congratulations to Giant Squid, sixth in the world. Not showing up on our list a lot, though, is he, right? And the reason is that he is not going for uniques. He's going for the under five dupes list. So now I think at the beginning of these um, contests, I'm not just going to tweet out the top 25 uniques. I'm going to show the top 25 under five dupes because you can also see this looks a lot better for our friend Aha Bro. And yeah, MB Haves, Bro Ranosaurus Flex. These guys are maybe as, as much as the other list, maybe even more so. Look at how many more Roto Grinders ranks we're seeing over here than we were on the uniques. So it's possible that being on the under five list is even better than being on the uniques list. Because, I mean, obviously, I don't take I don't care much about um, under five dupes, but I can remember when each of these guys won a million dollars like within the last six months. So, you know, all of them, not a few of them. Scout, Dean Edzelski, Mousepad, Osimo, um, MBHaves, like all of you guys have won a tremendous amount of money recently. So we're doing the under five list now, not just the, the uniques because Giant Squid taking it down last night with a solo takedown. But for him, you can see. And it's not by accident. I don't want to be rude to him and say it's by accident, but it is also important to notice that last night was an important clarifying moment between different tout sites and rule sites and stuff. Why was SaberSim unique at the top, right? Giant Squid now is like an engineer slash partner at SaberSim. And the reason is he knows you don't take defense out of your freaking rules. You don't Take defense out just because you don't like them. You don't take defense out just because it could be a high-scoring game environment. Defense can score a stupid thing and win the thing for you. As long as they leave defense and special teams in there, kick returns, 5% chance. You know, And then there's like, on top of that, you could couple that with Rashid Shahid or somebody who's like a, a returner and a viable option. There's weird correlations that are like 2% pop, but when they do, it's only you, right? So you're not playing that in 150 lineups, but... Every now and again, you might as part of the mix. And that's why I'm saying, you know, you had some sad sack takes last night on, oh, wow, you know, this or that. Um, defenses shouldn't be in there, whatever. And come on, man, on showdowns, you complain about, you can't complain on showdowns on this. Like, you can't complain about defenses on showdowns on this slate, right? When when they win this way, you can't whine, right? If they won with a touchdown. You can't be like touchdowns count less points for defenses, Come on, dude. Wine less. Yeah, if you're if you're whining that much, you're betting too much money. You're not you're not having fun. Again, responsible gambling. One eight hundred gambler. Make sure the amount of money you're playing tonight is is fun money. Don't increase your allocation just because you won money recently. Play the same amount of money that you were planning to play tonight, even if you won a bunch of money yesterday. This is also something I'm saying to myself because I don't know how much I like this slate transitioning to Monday Night Football. Unclear what's going on here with Christian McCaffrey. We've got the world's smallest tear in his oblique, if we are to believe the coaches. We can check out Coach Speak. I really appreciated him chiming in last night when I was trying to figure out what in the world. We did get it right, by the way. We, we got uh, the backup running back situation right, and it just didn't matter, right? Like, we didn't the, – the fading Jeff Wilson Jr., number one, all of the top sharks were doing that. The guys who got fully unique on the unique list, the way they did it was by fading Jeff Wilson Jr., which smashed. So – probably should have been on that take myself given that I was all over the internet saying I don't know why we think this guy is going to be the number one option and I definitely don't think that I should have 90% cam acres so let me go ahead and head that off at the pass that is not what we're saying on this show I've just finished my first run and that does segue us into tonight's ridiculous plays so every night I make ridiculous plays last night it was 
Why does the industry think Jeff Wilson Jr. is the guy? He's not the guy. He, he clearly wasn't the guy. All of the coach, there wasn't even coach speak to Miss Reed. This was just like everybody like, it should be Jeff. It should be Jeff. Just talking to each other. And it's like, uh, okay, I don't know why you think that. That's not how coaches work in the NFL. That's why, I mean, like when we saw significant stats for Cam Akers last week, we can't project him for the same thing this week. He's going to eat into Alexander Madison's snaps. It's not going to be a dominant situation. Madison's not that good. So I've downgraded Madison. I've upgraded Akers, and I've made it a choose one because I don't think they both get the touchdown, and I don't think either one of them is that good. I'm fine with what I know results from this is not getting very many of them. Because um, mostly in the absence of Justin Jefferson, prices are still adjusting on and expectations are still adjusting on Minnesota wide receivers. So in particular, Brandon Powell, what are we doing? Pricing him at 2,800. Um, yeah, that's ridiculous. Same as Osborne and Addison. So I'm massively on Osborne and Addison. Let's go to snaps from last week. Dun, 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 dun. My favorite game, reading into snaps that I don't know if that actually is how coaches work or whatever. It obviously game script dependent and stuff. But Last week, passing attack for the Vikings, 90% snaps for Osborne and Addison, 60% for Powell. So you should have projections of one, like 60 90ths for Powell relative to Addison and Osborne. That's all that's reasonable to me. So I have Addison and Osborne at the same level at 18, and I have Brandon Powell at two-thirds that at 12. I don't care what number you choose for the number that's the 18, but you should have two-thirds of that number for Brandon Powell. And that I don't understand how Saber Sim could possibly project otherwise. You've got one week's of data. You should use the snap counts. That's the most data you get from that week. Anyway, so make sure you have uh, buffed Brandon Powell. That means to raise his projection a little bit and buffed Osborne a lot and Addison a little. So there's no reason to project Addison over Osborne. Um, I, I assume I'm getting I'm defensively to more of Addison than Osborne because the field is. I'm not going to be at 70%. I'll be at 50-50 because it's 50-50 who goes off. They're fine. One of them's young and has more talent. One of them's older and has less talent, but both of them could get the opportunity. Wow, even with his lower projection, we get to a ton of Alexander Madison. I guess that's fine. Brock Purdy. How many double quarterbacks are we going? I don't see quite enough double quarterbacks. A little worried about that. So we got double quarterbacks. The field's going to be about... Okay, so I'm at 110 here. And in captain, did I leave anybody? I don't think I did. Yeah. So I'm only at 10% double quarterbacks. That feels light. But it is a slate that does not lend itself to double quarterbacks. And I do like these weird plays I've got at captain. So I'll probably stick with this. All three of these captains are the guys that I've adjusted upwards. I think expectations are too low still for Addison, Powell, and Osborne. Also, I did this. Um, it's not just for them. I did it for Hawkinson, too. I, I'm just not getting any Hawkinson. So I, I still, you know, Hawkinson's fine here on the same thing. I, I goosed his projection 10% as well. But most, like, to have him as the highest receiver in this offense that long, he's not Travis Kelsey, in my estimation. I don't think, I, I think that one of these other guys emerges as a wide receiver one over Hawkinson, who's like, yes, also true. Kirk Cousins likes to throw check, check downs or whatever. But generally speaking, I'm fine with not getting to Hawkinson, even though my pool has him, you know, like 30% on these guys. What is that? 5X for Addison, 10X for Powell. That's too much. I don't want to be 10X. 5X is what, 20? I, I don't want to be more than 20% Powell. That's too much of a call. I mean, right, two-thirds, right? So 20% captain. And the other guys be 30. I, I'm happy with them being 30, though. Like, I think it's a coin flip for me, Addison, Osborne, 
Um, and then like two thirds of a coin flip between either of them and Powell. So that's, that's, yeah, I, this is going to be how it is. I, what did I set this to build 20? Yeah. We'll see if I get to 20. Like I say, I just don't know if I like all these lineups enough. It doesn't feel like there's a, Oh yeah. Let me tell you the settings. Not a lot of meat on the bone tonight. So for that, I am not using much salary restriction, 49,600 at the top, but I have gotten more restriction of my, uh, oops, not my group rule. It's an aggregate rule. And I, I changed this from less than 26 Geomean owned to less than 23, just because this range, when it goes into to 49.6, it's not like with um, UFC where it really falls off into the uh, less than expected dupes level. You saw last night, one of the, uh, a couple of the worst possible, do I still have this up? Because a couple of the worst possible, most duplicated lineups left lots and lots, like 500, 900 on the table. So it's not the same fall off, off of the ex, uh, dupes over expectation as you get to less and less salary like it is in um, UFC. So that's why you have to be a little bit restrictive in this region between 48 and 49.6 with the geometric mean still. Because um, I had way too many truck lineups, not enough condo lineups. That's my joke for, you know, something that's between 20 and 50 and something that's around a hundred plus thousand dollars lineups. Uh, and that's kind of my distinguishing thing. Do I think people are going to win a condo on this slate or do I think a truck is more likely? And yesterday was a condo slate. And so I wound up with too many truck lineups for my general uh, liking. Thus the change in geometric mean ownership going forward. Does that apply to this slate? No, not really. Should I have 20% cam acres? The answer is definitely not. Uh, I, I think it's, <clears throat> well, I think 15% is fine. What is that in real dollars? $45? Sure. Who cares? Maybe $30. $30 cam makers captain and then way too much other dollars on cam makers flex seems about right. But I don't really, I don't really buy the cam makers runs all over them hypothesis. That seems kind of bad. All right, let's go back over here and see what we're looking at in the flex with these weird lineups. Hawkinson. Yep. Fine with that. Hawkinson, Madison, Ayuk. These are great, great plays. Um, Uh, Debo hurt, I guess. I missed that. Uh, yeah, this is Debo Samuel hurt. Oh, dang. Okay. Well, I assume Saberson knew about that, uh, but I did not. That does explain why Ayuk is my highest owned wide receiver for San Francisco. Makes a lot more sense now. All these projections seem fine on the San Francisco side. Jawan Jennings pops out at me, actually, now that I'm looking at it. Did I not have the San Francisco snap counts up? Well, Jawan Jennings at 7.1 is too low. He's the wide receiver two, right? Is that my wide receiver two for, I assume, nobody else? That, you know, I did project Kittle down. I'm going to change that back now that I know Debo is out. I just thought 12 was too much for Kittle in, in a vacuum. But, yeah, so I'm not sure what I'm going to do exactly with Ray Ray and Juwan, but I think I'm going to do bumping them both significantly in the absence of, did, when was that Debo Samuel injury? Two days ago. So, so this is the first game without Debo. This is okay. Well, now I'm playing the slate. Oh, great. My phone number was found on the dark web. One of my favorite notifications to see. Do these guys not know I lived through like a time when there were phone books and like your address was tied to your phone number in a publicly printed place, which is now like considered doxing anyway. Uh, okay. So, all right. 
fun rant on stupid identity products aside. I do think I'm definitely going to do a weird tight end, uh, wide receiver move here for San Francisco. I just got to get my, yeah, you know what? Let's just do a live, show you how to do this. I go San Francisco snap counts. And then I'm going to go to Fantasy Pros because it looks the same every time. And it's the first one I clicked on. Then I'm going to wide receivers. Obviously, we have six games with Debo, five with the other guys. So let's go to the ones. You know what? Let's just go to the overall snap counts. So Ayuk will obviously become the... Wow, Ayuk is already playing more than Debo. Huh. Don't know what to do with that at all. Juwan Jennings was at 40%. So if we had to distribute the... 70% of Debo snaps among the other guys, I would say 30% goes to Juwan Jennings. Then if I am projecting him in PPR, so he is going to get now 48 snaps and he's going to be closer to a Debo, not quite. So 20 points per snap. So 10, I'm projecting Juwan for 10. Yeah, I knew it was going to be more than seven. And I, I think all of the numbers are going to be higher for all of these backup guys for San Francisco. I don't think we've done a good enough job of projecting Debo's um, uh, volume going around here. Like the second most would definitely be Ray Ray. Ray Ray got it. He gets a ton of snaps and hasn't had, hasn't done anything with them. And come on guys, you've seen him run for touchdowns. How many times in your life? He's going to do it. He's going to regress to the mean. And for him, the means like 25 or 30. So regressing to the mean means he has an amazing game, even on a limited number of snaps. So let's say he becomes the Juwan. He gets 30 snaps but has an amazing performance in 30 snaps. What, what could I see? Like 30. Okay. He has a IUP type performance in 30 snaps. So 11, I could see 11 allowed for Ray Ray. That's more than I allowed for Jawan. Yeah. Okay. So let's just put 10 for Ray Ray as well. And it's just like, I don't know who this backup type the backup wide receiver that gets the catch, right? Cause the backup wide receiver is not going to get that much time. But the backup wide receivers are running the routes that nobody's going to pay attention to. And sometimes that results in one catch. So I'm going to do a max one wide receiver three, three, because we've got Ayuk and Juwan. Uh, no, 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 no. Two. I'm, I'm debating who's going to be the actual WR2 usage. Uh, I don't need to say that, though. SF. And then I'm going to include just Ray Ray and Juwan. Those are the only two where I think it's a it's a coin flip. I don't think, and it says at least is the you need no more than one. This is something I've done. I can't tell you how many times. And I'm like, why is it only producing five lineups? And yeah, the reason is you have said you must use one of Ray Ray and Jawan Jennings, and that's insane. All right, so max one of the wide receiver twos for San Francisco. We're definitely going to tweak them around um, and rerun this later to include more of them, including in the probably captain. These are some of the best. Yeah. So some Ray Ray captains are definitely in play now. Some Juwan Jennings captains are definitely in play now. Those are the two that are in play as a result of my noticing that Depot Samuel is expected to be out with an injury. So shows you how much prep I was doing. I've been a little bit of a rush. We got to take my kid to school now. But uh, remember, you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money.